I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. Alright ladies and gentlemen, Beating Walls Only, back at it again with another episode, bear with me. I say bear with me like I put out like the last yeah, two episodes true. and I fucking haven't. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to focus on my guest today. He's funny. He's awesome. He looks like a skinny Robert Baratheon. Hey. Give it up for fucking Andrew Brooks. Hey, hello. That's me. What's I'm Andrew. What's going on? Oh, you know. Living. How was your day today? Dude, I didn't do jack shit. I did a lot. <laughs> That's so, uh, All right. So let me, let me just break down my 24 hours. All right. Yesterday, I was getting off work early because I was going to a Flyers game. Oh, fun. So, sold a car right before having to leave, which was lit. Love selling cars. Have I told you guys I sell cars now? Anyway. <laughs> and then we get back like a little after midnight in bed or like you know, 1230, almost 1. I wake up at 530 to get to, oh, fucking good break, but a scratch. That was a scratch that probably the mics just picked up. Is it a scratch if it flies off the table yeah. or is it a... Is it, like, worse? Is it, like, a gash? Well, a scratch is a scratch, but it's always know, ball in hand. I know a scratch is a scratch, but, like, I feel like if it, when it goes in the pocket, it's a scratch, but if it flies off the table, it's, like, it, you an saying infected it should be cut. a different name. Yeah. You should be, all right, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I've always, I don't know. Guys, we're in a bar. We are in a bar. We're having fun. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever recorded here. I'm sure we look normal. But hey, smoking podcast. Hey, smoking we're smoking podcast. cigarettes during Ooh, this podcast. We're dirty. We're fucking cool like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Not degenerates. But uh, I wake up at 530 to get to a 6 a.m. fucking jujitsu class that Pat George said he was going to be at and was not there. Pat George does jujitsu? Yeah, yeah. He's I, a blue belt. I bet. With them hips? <coughs> Pat's a good guy. We love Pat on this podcast. I love Pat, too. <laughs> he got that wagon, though. I don't know what you want me to say. He does have a wagon. He got that wagon, He does bro. have a wagon. But uh, I do the class, and I've been very out of shape since I no longer have a manually demanding job, physically demanding job. Oh, yeah. When I got my job sitting, that's about the time that I started my diet because I was already 320 before I got a job where I sat all day. Mm. I was like, uh-uh. No, it's going to get real bad. Bro, I stepped on a scale. Yeah. I was 280. <laughs> I'm down almost five pounds, though. And that was mo- That was Monday. I wish 280 was like, oh, no, for me. <laughs> so the heaviest I ever weighed was 295. Mm, okay. And that was after I broke my ankle. 280 was where I was at for a solid, like, three years. Yeah? Yeah, it was a, it was a weight I stayed around. I graduated high school at 300, though. Uh. I was a big boy. I told myself I got over 300 pounds, I'd kill myself. That's just where I'm it's at. It's good to know that Joe would have <laughs> killed me. <laughs> no, not kill you. Other people can be 300 pounds, just not me. Yeah, I graduated high school. Fucking, for my graduation, our school colors were black and orange, and you got to pick whether or not to have a black or an orange uh, gown. You went black, right? A hundred percent. You can't have me out there look like a fucking pumpkin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a goddamn Halloween float. And you're like, sir, this is June. Why Why are you still in the Halloween spirit? Yeah, yeah. 
I went, oh my god, black pants. Could he only saw the cuffs, but I was still so. They only saw what? Conscious cuffs of my pants. They only sold the cuffs. No, of you? you could only see the cuffs. Oh, see the cuffs. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Loud gotcha. bar is the best place to do I, this. It doesn't at. help that I'm also <laughs> deaf. Was the hat covering your ears? It's my left ear we got to worry about. And actually, that did make a difference. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm trying to fucking, I'm trying to get back into shape now. Because, like, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to leave trees and hit the ground running because I was like, I don't have to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning anymore. Yeah. I'm not doing as intense shit. But then it was just, like, that first month of trying to get integrated into the workflow and, like, learn the job. And I was like... I just don't really feel like working out, but now, now I feel like working out because I'm a fat piece of shit right now. So you going to a gym? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. gym? Crunch. Okay, I got one of those by my house. Yeah, Crunch is a great gym for ten bucks. This is you a good sh- price. You should you should look into it. I should. I don't know if I have time. What do you do? For, are you still working at a weed store? No, I don't work at a dispensary. I work at at least apartments in the daytime. Did I know this? Maybe. It's so, a mystery. So wait, you're, sitting, you're sitting in the office and people were like, can I have an apartment, please? Yeah, I wish that's the question they'd ask. Most of them come in and go, what is an apartment? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's how it always is with sales, though, you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, what's... I heard about this thing called a transmission. Is that important? Do I need that in my car? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, dude, fucking don't even get me started on car sales. I won't. Like, well, we've both done sales. I, I haven't sold cars, but I've sold basement inspections, computers, weed, and now apartments. So you, you're just a, you're just a genuine salesman. I have like five years of experience. Nice. I, I know a good bit about it, especially considering I hate it. <laughs> Dude, my oh my god, I, I just always have to stop myself from saying dumb shit though. That's my problem. Oh yeah. Uh, any customer-facing job doesn't even have to be sales. It could just be retail in general. Yeah. Is a job of swallowing pride. Yeah. It's always going to be a job and of the like way, just taking it. The way that uh, my company runs things, like I always have to go check in with a manager. Yeah. So I'm constantly like, oh, well, let me just go check in with my sales manager real quick. Just make sure, you know, everything's available. and like <laughs> nobody, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. just constantly up and down, back and forth. And I'm just, I always feel bad because I'm sitting there and like, well, we have important questions. I'm like, I understand. I don't know the answer to, this, to those questions because I'm new. People, people are very uh, flexible with me because I keep saying I'm new here. Should always do that. I think I'm going. I think I might work there for five years and just be like, like, on my I'm fifth new. year, be like, this is my first month. <laughs> and they're like, we've bought a car off you before. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> I quit and I just got rehired. I forgot everything about cars. <laughs> Oh yeah. fuck, man! So you have a history of improv. We're gonna, I do. We're I gonna, do we're gonna cut into some fucking comedy inside baseball. Oh, we're gonna get into some inside baseball. Is this gonna become an improv podcast? How much time do you have? <laughs> It's a lot. I do try. I remember when I was drunk because I fucking signed up for that improv audition. <laughs> You're not the only person to pull me aside because of that. Really? Not that one specifically, but this. Place is auditioning. They're looking, they're gonna they're putting a house team together. I don't know what that is. Can you explain improv to me Wait, in five what? minutes? Is a house team something? In, yeah. In the so improv a house world? team is it's like a sanctioned team at whatever theater you're at. Okay. It's usually a team that 
the house, whoever the managers or uppers or whatever, put together themselves, and then you're guaranteed spots. Okay. Um, it's definitely more of an important thing in cities that have a bigger improv comedy scene, mm-hmm. like uh, New York, Chicago, maybe Philly, I'm not sure, um, type of place, where there's a lot of indie teams that do things more like comics, where they're like, can I get 20 minutes this weekend? Can I get... And they have to look at the list. A house team is like, you are performing this Saturday at this time. Right. This is your slot. They're guaranteed teams that run by the house. I'm sure there's money stuff that goes into it, but I've never been on a house team that's at an important theater. <laughs> so Now, so, I don't know. Fucking 20 minutes of improv sounds like hell to me. 20 minutes? Because we did... 20 minutes isn't enough. We did two minutes... <laughs> at Boomerang, That's and I true. was ready to fucking kill myself. Yeah, it's not. I was like, I don't. You gotta learn. I don't know what to improv right now. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's a thing that usually people are most confused by on the outside, which is the most important thing for improv. It's the only reason that it's so funny to idiots is because they're like, they just make it up on the spot, and that's true. If we got into like double speak and advertising. That's true. That's 100% true. We make up everything on the spot when we do improv. Right. However, when you learn how to do improv, it's all rules and structure. You learn the skeleton, and then all you have to do is put the meat on it. Okay. It's not like, I have no clue at all what I'm going to do tonight. It's like, well, I know the I rules. I have an idea. I know the Well, I, I wouldn't even say I have an idea. It's a hard thing to explain without getting into... The rules of like game of the scene style improv. So it's almost like a little more theater than it is. It's got a lot of theater in it. It's got a lot of theater to it. A little bit of theater. But it's still got a lot of comedy to it, too. But you said you can't be funny. No, you can't try to be funny. That's the thing. You can be funny. If you're not funny at all, get off the stage. But you can't try to be funny. Are you telling me to quit stand-up right now? Is that what we're doing here? I, that's <laughs> up to you. I never said that. Oh, my God. What, what do you think is better, stand-up or improv? Stand-up. Stand-up? Stand-up's more fun for me. Okay. But I think that's only because I've been doing improv for 10 years. So I have a world of experience in improv. And it's, it's just nice now to have like an actual body of work that's all me and reap the benefits from it right where stand up where improv you have to rely on other people you're on a team of other people and you have to trust them and they have to have your back and they have to know what they're doing right for the show to go well and that's an amazing aspect of it and i think it's made me a better person and i appreciate that about the art (laughs) but a lot of people suck yeah they're bad and it gets annoying when they just they're not picking it up, they're not they don't understand where your brain's at. They're not on the wavelength. They can't do what you want them to. Like you have an idea, you're like I know where to take this scene. I know what would take this from good to great. I know how to get the roof off this uh, off this bitch. I know how to get right. these people going, and they just can't get to the same. Like, they're just not they picking just, up what you're putting down. Not at all. It's like uh, it's like when you have a fucking dumb audience in yeah. stand up, and you're like I know this bit's a, a little bit thinky. <laughs> I know it's a little bit thinky. And you have to be walked to the punchline. Imagine My doing penis that with them. is small. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's Central Pennsylvania in like a nutshell. <laughs> Every time I have a set like the zone, like an actual set, hosting a weekend or whatever, 
It's always like, and this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, imagine taking them up on stage with you. Okay. That's what it feels like. Right. That's So that's why now, at least, I'm preferable to stand-up. Plus, stand-up gets you paid. Improv does not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I really need to, like, figure out what the fuck I'm doing as far as stand-up. Yeah. It's like, I've, like, I've had... The biggest writer's block I think I've ever had. Like normally, you're like what, like a couple weeks, you're like you know, nothing's really connecting. But it's like I feel like I, I've I've gone like three months without writing a new good joke. Sometimes you got to write the shit though to get to the good. Right. Have you tried any different writing techniques? Not, not really. So what do you normally do when you write? Is it, is it just like, oh, I, base, I thought of this I base, today? I base it, then... it off of like either a premise or something that I said in person. Okay. And like, then... Like I'll have an idea where I'm like, this might be funny. And then I'll hit the notebook. Okay. And, so and you're then, taking it to pen and paper? Mo- like, well, I haven't lately because I just try to think about it. But like every once in a while. Okay, so you chew on it first. Chew on then... it. And then if I think I have something like formulated, I'll start writing it out. I go okay. along, try to condense. Okay. What if you just tried writing immediately? What have you, like, just, like, conscious stream of thought, wrote whatever down on your paper? I've done that. Just to get it out of the way. I've done that where, I, like, I'll set a timer for, like, five minutes, and I'll just write everything that comes to my brain, but then no full thought comes to my brain. It's just always, like... Have you tried drugs? Well, I'm trying to be a little more sober, because I think uh, my <laughs> previous drug use has led to a few issues yeah, in my life. Yeah, but what about, like, marijuana? Well, that's the thing, dude. I've like I've like severely cut back on my weed intake, and that was ha- so half the time I would get my fucking material by ripping bowls with my homie in my basement. At, See, I'm at, always worried about that, about it becoming like a crutch. Yeah, you might just have to fight for a while, Joe. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of I'm trying not to be hard on myself because I have been in a tran- like a, a transitory position in life. But at the same time, I'm all gas, no brakes. So it's just like, I'm not doing it. I should just fucking quit because I'm never going to fucking make it. I, like, I'm just a downward spiral yeah, in my head. Yeah, nobody else is either. Yeah. But no, take that on stage. Take the, <laughs> like, every time I get nervous on stage, I go, do you think you're going to make it? And then all of a sudden, I'm relaxed. Right. <laughs> and it goes great. Because, like, right now, I'm just like, right, my, my go-to move lately has been let's get drunk and just talk shit on stage. Yeah. Which has been somewhat working, but it, it's just me calling the fucking crowd faggots, which yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes me laugh, too. Makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes me laugh when it doesn't but that's, work. <laughs> that, it, like, it feels like a waste of my time and yeah. the audience's time, because I'm like, we're here but to they work. they chose to go to an open mic. That's true. That's a waste of their time. And especially in if I'm getting up past fifteen, you're getting a drunk Joe. Yeah, you're getting it like <laughs> as much as I say I'm not gonna get drunk beforehand. Those millies you they flow like easy. Three games of pool you lost, and I'm pissed off. You're pissed. You're drunk. Fucking Lennon is dope at pool. <laughs> He's joining a league. Yeah, yeah, That's dude. Lennon's be... a fucking laser. Oh, so you're pissed off. You're drunk. So it's like, late. Look, look at this fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, not you, but I know. A, a makeup person in, in the crowd. Yeah. And it was so funny. I ran in. I ran into the guy that I called the poster child for date rape. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, and I, th- I think I told him, I was like, oh, you don't look like a date rapist at all. It must have been the shadow. <laughs> Keep a light on your face. Like you look pretty innocent right now. 
What did he say? He was just like, thanks? <laughs> <laughs> did you, is that in a... I don't understand. What? No, it's... Never mind. No, explain. Yeah, you shouldn't do improv. I should not do improv. <laughs> My cognitive fluidity is not good. Because, like, I have to understand before I speak. And it's the times that I don't understand that I think I understand is when I'm, like, the most wrong. Point and yeah. case. Point yeah. and case. Went out with coworkers uh, Saturday. Got a little more drunk than I intended. Um, happens. Does happen. And we were talking about this one coworker. And uh, Sarah, the girl I went out with, she was like, I wish Jason would come out. I was like, yeah, me too. It feels like he's really hiding a part of himself. Because I think he's gay. He's a very effeminate man. And nothing against it, but, like, I'm just curious. Like, yeah. are you, like, I'm a curious cat. Like, uh, are you gay? I wonder if he is, too. If he's a cat? <laughs> hey, we got jokes. Hey. We got jokes. Two comedians. Beating walls only. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> like I said, I'm getting my walls beat, guys. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, so you think he's gay because he's effeminate? Is there anything else? Does he ever call boys cute? No, but it's just like, it's like, you'd have to see the guy. Okay. Once he, you'd be like, okay, gay to our alert, you know? Oh, okay. And I said that, and then Sarah got, like, a little defensive. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, she likes him. Yeah. Not, uh, like, likes him, likes him. But, no, like, no, he no. was. She likes him. Like... No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she likes him. Stop it. No. She wants to oh, gobble yeah. on some Jason knob. Oh, my God. They don't listen, do they? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I had one of my coworkers listen to my podcast. That was an awkward day at the office. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I listened to your most recent episode. I was like, you what? <laughs> Why like, did you do that? I like, thought I we were friends here. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I saw your post on Facebook, and I was like, oh, no. Well, I found out my other coworker has a podcast as well that he does with his brother. So yeah. I, might, I might have him on just because he, me and him are pretty pretty similar-minded on, on a few things. Oh, he also thinks Jason's gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where? <laughs> uh, <laughs> see. Albuquerque. Uh, Reno. <laughs> Naples, Florida. <laughs> isn't that that, um... Isn't that Samaril. Samaril. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was that whole... The White Knight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was in Chicago. Oh, he must lead into Chicago with Naples. Though. Yeah, 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 he does. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen that. That's a good bit. It is a good He's day. like, no, I'm no longer the white knight. He's like, well, I didn't give up on my dreams. Why did you give up? We are no longer friends, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Sam Morell being a funny Jew. <laughs> did you watch Jew? Not yet. Me neither. I should have watched it today. An hour and a half. Dude, let me tell you, I took four fucking naps today. Four? Four. Why didn't you just take one big one? Dude, because I can't do that. Well, I, like, so I got back from jujitsu, and I was like, I'm fucked up. I laid in bed. I finished watching Goodfellas. Good movie. Because I started, started it earlier this week. Oh, okay. And then I woke up. It was like, or I didn't wake up. But like the movie ended. It was, it was still like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm a little hungry. Let's make some breakfast. Make breakfast. Plop on the couch. Start watching True Detective Season 2, which is a dog shit season in comparison to the, to the first one. Okay. And then the, halfway through like the second episode, I started to watch Zonked. Wake up, 11.30. I, uh, uh, I didn't eat yet because I wasn't quite hungry. Plus, I literally could not move from the couch. 
Like, I was like, I'm fucked up right now, physically speaking. Oh, okay. Like, I was I, so... I thought it was just depression. No, it was, I was so sore. I was like, I do not want to move. And so, watch, like, another episode. Second episode after that one, zonked out again. Woke up at, like, 2.30. Then I was like, okay, let's go get gas in my car. Let's go get a pack of cigarettes. Uh-huh. Came back, made lunch, watched another episode. Watch start. It was always on the second episode. I would zonk right back out, and then that, then I woke up at like four thirty, and I was like, "Andrew's gonna be here any minute." Any I didn't minute. Know, it was I like didn't, seven I didn't know, o'clock. I had no idea what time it was. I was like, "Fuck! I gotta start doing this." Like, down a cup of coffee, started making my chicken for dinner, and then uh, yeah, then plopped on the couch, watched the Family Guy, waited for waited for you to get here. Yeah. Allison came home. She's like, I thought you said you're not going to do podcasts at the house anymore. I was like, oh, I said that just to make you shut up. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't like when you do the podcast? Well, she doesn't like people that she doesn't know in the house. And I'm just like, well, these are my friends that I know. What are we going to do to her house? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't like. She tries to explain it, but she's just like, I don't like it, so you have to respect that. And I'm like, well, you have to respect that I fucking do things, lady. You don't own the house. I don't own the house, <laughs> but I pay. Oh well, you got to get a lease agreement. Seriously, something. Or uh, I just break up with her, move to Philly, and say that's it. Damn, you just putting this out here. That's just well, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my, gra- my grandmother listens to these. Oh, no. It makes for awkward conversations and awkward Facebook posts. It does? Yeah, because she comments on everything. She's 93. Oh. And she's just like... She doesn't remember. I wish you wouldn't get so drunk on these. or, or it's, it's whatever. She's the best. We love Nan. My grandmother asked me not to make fun of her on stage, and I'm absolutely going to. She should have, have never to. asked. You have to now. Yeah, I know. Because I think... I haven't like ripped on my great grandmother just because she is a fucking amazing woman. Yeah. I, but I've always like, uh, you know, she's all fucked up from running herself over. Um, she what? She ran herself over. <laughs> I thought she died that day. Here we are, fucking four years later, still kicking. What she ran herself over with? Her car. But what car is it? It was a Ford Escape. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, she dude. left it in reverse, and yeah, that's exactly what happened. And so we were loading up. So it was a rain day. I was off work, and um, we went over there to go get stuff out of her house that my mom had left. Like my stepdad uh, was filling up his van, and then she wanted to fill up her car because she wanted to go see Jordan, the uh, the baby sister, right? Uh huh. And she backs up her car to the garage. We're loading it up, and her car's still running, just dinging because of the the hatch is right by like the roof of the of like the garage uh-huh. because it has that backup sensor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, turn your fucking car off. So she turns her car off, but she's on the outside of the vehicle. <laughs> vehicle defaults to neutral, starts coasting down her driveway, which is a hill. And she's still hanging on to the outside of the car. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you gotta fucking let go. And she let goes, and she's like, ah. And as soon as she let go, she fell into the grass, and I watched the I watched the back tires run over both of her legs. <laughs> and then, and like I'm ch- like I was like, okay, I got it because she lives close to a busy road, and so I'm like, I got to make sure this car does not hit another vehicle. <laughs> Thank God she has like a row of trees at the end, so the car hit the, the car hit the tree, trees and whatever. 
And I, immediately my first thought was like, well, Nan's dead. There's no way she survived that. Her, oh, my goodness. Her legs are non-existent. And then I turn around, and I look up, and I just see her trying to stand up like, ah, ah. I'm like, all right. Well, so then it's go time. I pick her up. I carry her into the garage, and she's bleeding like a fuckload. Yeah. And she's on blood thinners and shit being, yeah. all, you know, 91 or whatever yeah, how old she anemic. was at the time. And... um. And I'm trying to, like, get a grips on the situation. Because, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a high-intensity, like... It yeah, felt like, I'll like, tell you about it after this. Okay, cool. <laughs> but, like, I'm, like, on the verge of, like, being, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then I, and then I tried to, like, stop the bleeding. I got towels. And then my stepdad was of no use. Like, so I walk in. I'm like, all right, you call the ambulance. I'm going to go find towels. We're going to stop this bleeding, right? Right. So couldn't find towels. Come back. I'm like, Nan, where are the towels? And she's like, they're under. Ah, like, not making sense. <laughs> and I'm like, Mike, did you call 911? He's like, I called mom. I'm like, what? That's not 911. That's not 911. <coughs> mom is the second call. Yeah, mom is second call. <clears throat> and uh, so I find towels. I can't rip them because she has, like, those super old lady thick towels. And I wasn't, like, strong enough to rip them. But luckily, Mike had his belt. And so I just used his belt as a tourniquet. Yeah. Tie it off with the fucking towel on it, under it. All those days of heroin. Yeah. Gotcha. But then, uh, but yeah, long story short, didn't break a bone. Didn't have a concussion. Just had a massive gash Damn. in her leg. Like, I could see through, see the bone. It's pretty gnarly. Ooh, God. And the fucking EMT really pissed me off. He's like, so what happened here? And I tried to explain. He's like, oh, okay, so it, it was this. I'm like, no, it wasn't that. Listen, and like four times of me trying to get the story out, I literally I was like, yo, if you would shut the fuck up, I'll tell you exactly what yeah, happened. EMTs get like that. They think they know shit. Yeah. Sometimes they kind of have to be. My friend was an EMT for a long time, and most of the time when you show up to a situation, especially like that, everybody just doesn't make sense, and you have to turn your brain into let's pick out the details mode. Yeah. So they have to start making connections that yeah. maybe uh, aren't there. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, I totally get it, but I was just like, if you would give they me more... Assholes. Don't get me wrong. If you assholes. would give me more than five seconds to get the story out, you'd, you'd hear the whole thing. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. That, I, like, I was agitated, obviously. And, that's, uh -huh. and that made me realize like, I think I have, like, some form of PTSD from work because, like, I wasn't, like, scared. I wasn't worried. I was angry. I was just like, fucking Nan, getting herself goddamn ran over again. Like, that's how I handle things when shit would go awry at work. Like, it's a very manly thing. Like, something tragic and scary happens and you just get pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely like a man thing. That is a very like, goddamn trait. It's 100%. I do the same thing. I get pissed at everything. I get pissed when I get hurt. When I feel pain, it just makes me angry. I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a crazy person. Ah, uh, that's not crazy. I think that's a pretty logical reaction no, no, to pain. I'm a crazy person. And that's the thing. I'm losing my fucking edge, dude, because I'm like, because Allison tells me that I have anger problems. Yeah. And I'm like, I really don't think I do. Sure. I get, <laughs> I, I get set off. Yeah. Things, things poke and prod, and then I only have a threshold for, and then I, and then I do act like that crazy person. So I'm trying to get a rap on that. But now I just find myself being a fucking pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's, I don't know, it just seems to be status quo for long-term relationships. True. Where you just kind of got to be a, a pussy. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough thing. 
That's the one. I learned so much when I had an actual relationship with somebody. Right. When I was dating. The only, like, long-term relationship I was ever in. Oh, my God. All the shit that would just come out. There's this stuff you don't understand is in there. Where they say, like, one thing. And you fucking just snap. Yep. And you just snap. And you're like, I don't know why I'm so mad at you right now, but I like, I could strangle you. Like, you hit a nerve, you and you should walk away. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is like, if, I, if anyone else said that to me, it would be whatever. Yeah, but it's your girlfriend. But it's, like, the person you love. And I feel like it's the, it's probably just insecurity. Just being like, she's going to realize I'm an idiot and leave me. Oh, no, my girlfriend knows. She yeah. knows. I can't. I, I did a pretty good job of hiding my mental retardation from her parents <laughs> for a good while. Yeah. But they're starting to pick up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're starting to pick up. I, yeah, I'm, I'm also retarded. <laughs> when I was dating that girl, I was, at, <laughs> I was at Thanksgiving with her parents and her grandparents one year. And I told the story about how I flipped a teacher off. <laughs> grandparents still love me. Uh, Her parents, uh-uh. No. Nope. Uh-uh. They did not like me at all. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate the balance of, like, not being my full self. Like, I get, like, I almost, like, literally, I go salesman Joe mode. Yeah. Is when I'm around her parents. Like, I'm just like, hey, quick little joke. I'm like, rib, rib, rib. Yep, yep. Like, eh? 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 What are we doing? All right, all right. Hey, how you guys They doing? have seen me fucking, because they're drinkers. Oh, yeah? They're drinkers. And they get you messed up? They get me fucked up. And if it's not them, it's their family friends, Dave and Judy. I love Dave. But I hate going to, a, like, events at his house. Yeah. Because, like, I'll have, like, that like that much of where I'm like, I'm definitely getting another beer. Yeah. But he's like, before I even finish, before he's like, oh, you need to get me another one. Or you need me to get you one. Like, just constantly feeding me beers the next day. And I'm like, I'm fucking 14 beers in, brother. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let me tell you about this fucking JM, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I never did that. I, I never. Another fucked up. God, I'm just such an idiot. <laughs> just happened to have bad luck. I was uh, her dad, my ex's dad, lived in Milwaukee, and he he came back for graduation. This was in high school. He came back for graduation. <laughs> my ex had an odd name, and when they said her full name. I thought they called her leukemia, and me and her and all of our friends were joking around about it and just, like, calling her leukemia. Oh, Jesus. Because it was funny. Tell me that she got leukemia later. No, not her. Okay. No, oh, no, no, not her. But her grandparents <laughs> did, yes. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Improv. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're all joking around and calling her leukemia and just laughing about uh-huh. Leukemia? Is that somebody's name? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I see her dad just like walk away, head down. And <laughs> her mom comes up and she leads down to us and she goes, His brother just died of leukemia. And I went, uh, No! Fuck. <laughs> oh, I had a I had another I had a similar moment where we were talking, we were talking about fa- their family lineage, and it was right after her dad's surprise 70th birthday party, right? So we're we're hammered. We're back at the house. We're fucking having a good time. And I'm fucking cracking jokes. I'm yeah. like, we're having a good time. I was killing. Yeah. I was killing. I had all the wives going. 
And then uh, they were talking about uh, the German heritage. Uh, they were talking about, they were, oh, we're not sure if we're German or Jewish. And I was like, well, what's the last name? And he said the last name. I was like, brother, that's German. And let me tell you, they were in the guard towers. And then, <laughs> and then I chuckled to myself. But then they, uh, I guess it's her cousin. And he was just like, are you telling me my great-grandfather was a guard in the Nazis in the fucking... Uh, concentration camps. If you say that again, I will slap you silly. And I was, and I was like, it was too loud for me to actually hear what was being said. But I was like, ah, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> they got that pissy over getting called a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, you struck a nerve. I was like, so are you? Yeah, it's. Well, see, my thing say is, say that again, and I'll fucking put you in the oven, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I also cracked a joke that night about. Uh, John said made a joke about something, and and I was like, oh, without any Viagra. It was something, like, not quite sexual, but, like, it was just sexual enough. And I was like, yeah. oh, without any Viagra, John, good for you. And he was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, Romans. Uh. <laughs> like not, how, not a sponsor. How about the Giants? Because they're fucking Giants fans. I hate grocery stores. <laughs> it's like everything you say after that is a problem. Uh, oh, man. Those are the best moments. I did the same sort of thing. It was over at my ex's house. It was a, I think it was the Halloween party. And I'm walking around outside, and one of the family friends comes out, and he's smoking a cigarette. And we're talking about something. And I said, I hope they don't reinstate the draft, because that was in the news at the time. Yeah. It's always in the news. And I was like, I hope they don't reinstate the draft. I don't want to go to war. And he's like, what's wrong with the military? I served for blah, blah, blah years. And I went, God fucking. And I looked at him. Semper Fi. And I looked at him in his eyes. And I went, I'm my mother's only son. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, "Mm, at least one. All right. Way to stick in the pocket. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I can stick in the pocket. Other times I just crumble. I... I took a chance. I think in the moment, I was like, I think this dude would respect me backing my point up more than me crumbling. He's a vet. Yeah. <laughs> so I doubled down. It's, uh, it's always like a, I should have been like a, a, a defensive back because I'm really good at backpedaling after initial contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit. That's a joke. That's a, Write that down. That's a fucking... Have you mo- used that bit before? Nope. No, you should that use was, that bit. That's, that that's, was that's off good. the dome. Oh, improv. Wow. Oh, ooh, improv. <laughs> Are you doing shit in a hat? No. I do because can't do shit in a hat. You can't do it? I can, but I can't. Why not? Because I just got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't put you up first. No, the thing, the thing is, is I need to... Be a more responsible drinker, but I just love Miller Lite, dude. Love crushing Millies. Catch me in this weekend's production of Thoroughly Crushing Millies with the boys. <laughs> I was an, I've never been a beer person. You a whiskey guy? Yeah, hard liquor. Because I've always just been so fat. Beer and wine just made me hot. Yeah. It just made me hot and feel fatter. Wine for sure. Wine, you get the rosy cheeks. Yeah, it just, it it took too many to feel it, and by that point, I just, I was heavy and fat. I just, fat and hot. And Dude, there's this winery that Allison loves to go to called Springgate, and we'll sit there and we'll crush like three bottles of wine each. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a fucking problem. Yeah. 
And then you drive, right? No. <laughs> drink, drink, drinking and driving is never the way uh, to the go. The amount of comics that do that, just willingly, it's crazy. It, Charles, I think, is the worst. Charles? I think Charles gets the most fucked up. He's like, my car drives itself. <laughs> it's, it's almost all of the male comics. Yeah, and some of the female comics. Dude, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, no, I'm, not, not, I'm not, not about this. to out. No. I'll out Charles because Charles is my boy, but I'm not. About <laughs> and it, oh my god, it's I can't even, I can't even smoke weed. At, if I'm leaving, if I'm leaving at like eleven o'clock, I can't smoke it at eight because I'm just paranoid the whole time. Yeah, driving. even if you're not high, you're like that lingering high. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. worry about I it. I used to not give a shit about being stoned and driving, but ever since I got the CDL, I've been like a little yeah. more cautious. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, because now like now like the few times that I, where I, like I do smoke and I don't smoke and then immediately leave, like I'll hang out for a bit. But then, like, if, because you're still residually high, I'm just like, oh, yep. God. Uh, yep. Don't yeah, pull don't. me over. Is this a cop? Every car's a cop. Yeah, every every car's a cop when I'm sober. And to throw a substance in there, just I get paranoid. I won't, I, I, I'll have maybe a drink here and there at the beginning of a mic or something, and then I'm done after that. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. I can't. I can't drive down a highway going 70, even a little buzzed. I just, I'm going to get a DUI, and then my mom's going to kill me. Like, right? I'm not worried about the legal ramifications, Mom. Yeah, no, 100%. Mom. I'd be, doing, I'd be slapping cops just to stay in longer. <laughs> like, don't fucking let her come get me. No. Don't. I need to be I'm a witness scared. protection right now. Right now. <laughs> like... She I died. Tell me. her I died. Yes. 100%. Not drunk. Just tell her I died. <laughs> tell her I wrecked my car and I went through the windshield into a light pole. And, and the light myself. bulb burst into flames. Yes. And fat burns inward, so I ate it. <laughs> I fucking ate it, dude. I can't. Oh, my God. Are you substances. the type of guy to bottle up thoughts and emotions? You mean a man? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think so. We were talking about snapping earlier. I don't know why this just popped into my brain. Yeah. But I think I think I figured out how to avoid the snap. Yeah. I think you just gotta body people when they're being dumb. Are you starting fights? Not not starting fights, but like if you have a thought that makes you go, "Well, fuck that person," and then you just sit on it. Instead of having that filter, I think you just got to body them and then move on with yourself. Because you don't have to be angry. I'm not angry at first. It's only when, like, I sit on it and I fester, that's when I get angry. So I, don't I, usually, think, I don't usually have problems with people. I think if you body them first, that prevents the snap. <laughs> yeah, because you get into a fight. No, I don't think it'll come to a... Because if you're just, like, calm, assertive, and just be like, this is why you're retarded, I think that'll prevent a lot of things. Oh, you mean verbally body them? Yes, verbally oh, body. Verbally I you body. Meant actually body them. No, don't, you can't just be swinging on people off of one dumb line. As oh. much, well, sometimes it depends on how dumb that line is. I mean, if you got it, if you're a good striker, if you know you can down them in one hit, sometimes you teach them a lesson. Yeah. Sometimes you got to teach them a lesson. And that, and like the thing is, like when I feel the urge to body, I'm like. Flustered enough to to I'm like what like if I tried to immediately I'd be like but what you're like and, and you know what and then eh. 
I use that tactic with people bodying, quote-unquote, verbally. It's not really bodying. If somebody actually says something that pisses me off, I just, I just do the comic thing. I do the funny thing where I, I turn to whoever else is in the group and I just make fun of what they said like they're not there oh, yeah. to that person oh, yeah. and make that person laugh so people are laughing at them. That usually works. Pause. I have a question. Yeah. Do you have something white on the side of your hair? It's probably ash. No. Oh, it's light. It's light. The light. Uh, okay. It's my halo. I can see your halo. Halo. <laughs> halo. <laughs> this is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Beyonce did? Really? You guys fucking like Beyonce? Yeah, I love you. Lemonade. <laughs> Hat's too fucking hot. I remember when I was a child. I, I got to tell this whole thing. I remember, I, I must have been like eight, nine, because my parents were still together. Who's eight, nine? Me. Oh. No, I'm like eight or nine. Oh, you, okay. And Halo was out. And this was back when VH1 was running video, or Views or whatever was running Whatever video. the fuck it was. And Halo was popular. And my mom starts talking to me about how attractive guys are to Beyonce because of her fat ass. Yes. She doesn't use those terms, but that's, that's essentially. Cut, cut into the, to the meat of it. And I was eight or nine, and I was like, I don't know. It's not really doing anything for me. <laughs> and then one year later, he was like, oh. oh eventually, he was like, oh, I get it. Mom um, had a point. She was like, yeah, most dudes would like it. And I think I was like, Are I you trying to play footsie with me, dude? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks is trying to fucking play footsie underneath the table here, folks. I'm trying to, here, fuck Joe. <laughs> I'm trying to f- see if that mustache will interlock with my giant bush. <laughs> Gets tangled. Oh, yeah. Then we're like, help, <laughs> get a razor. You ever had long hair? Yeah, when I was like 15, 14. Curl or wavy or anything. It was like it, it was like wavy at the back. Because my like hair. I had a little duck tail. I sleep on it once and it turns into dreads. Nice. It's really bad. I had a dread once. I was like, yo, this is it. And now I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's awful. Curly hair is like, it just, it does. I am pro white people dreads. I'm not. I'm pro white people dreads. I'm not. If just you can, they're smelly. Good dreads. I don't. I know. They stink. You can fucking powder them. <laughs> you can powder dreads. I'm gonna start using that when I don't shower. Like, like, I powder my I'm balls. Pa- I'm powder. Fine. The balls have been powdered. All right, it's fine. <laughs> See how and it's just well like a fucking out. talcum powder soup in your boxers. Oh my god, just pills. Yeah. <laughs> just so pilly. Got that. Uh, Tate looking like a one-year-old meth beanie. Oh. <laughs> that was very descriptive. But it worked. It did work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that's like eight or nine. I have a conversation with my mom about Beyonce's ass. She's like, yeah, this is why so many men listen to this. She's trying to take a stance. And I'm like, well, I just want it to be a good song. I don't care about the ass. She's like, oh, you're different. I'm like, I'm eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not trying to fuck right now, my mom. My dick's not gotten hard yet. I don't care. Oh, then, I feel like I was getting hard at a very young age. I don't know. I remember I remember my, my penis feeling weird. Yeah. I don't remember it getting hard. Right. I remember that weird feeling in, like, my stomach that would travel down into, into the nether <laughs> you're regions. You're like, what is, what is this? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I just remember 
there was a Sports Illustrated magazine that had a fucking. It was a bikini one. And it had like this fucking this woman in a uh, in a green bikini Ooh. and like a little p- clear plastic thing over the cleavage, so you could like oh. really see the cleavage. Uh-huh. And I just remember jamming the magazine just onto my dick, and just fucking like <clears throat> this, this is something. Works right. This is something. <laughs> I'm having Imagine sex. You still did that. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. Do you do that to Allison? You just shove her onto your dick. Yeah, no, but what I'll do is I'll take my I'll, I'll take I'll take my soft dick and I'll be like, here's where's the little fishy for his little gummy worry. <laughs> That's so fucking creepy. <laughs> she hates it. it oh makes, yeah, I would it, hate it, it too. It makes me laugh so hard. It's like, so that's so creepy. Little fishy. Open your mouth, there comes the train. <laughs> Choo choo. Yeah. It's like a child. Ew, dude. <laughs> little gummy worm. <laughs> you ready a cup of dirt? Because my bowels are powdered and I'm ready to go. Oh man. So, uh, a few years later, when I'm like 13, 12, 13, I had met this girl at the local theater that I was doing uh, stage, I was doing a production at, when I, this was back when I was acting as a child. Um, I met this girl, and I had a phone, because my parents were divorced, and we talked. 12. It's one of those, tw- it's a middle school relationship, you know what it is. Right, yeah. It's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's we're all just thinking we're adults. Yeah, it's we're, we don't know what the fuck's going like, on. You should totally send me a picture of your cleavage because oh, like you don't know that you can get if titty she pictures. Wanted to actually have, se- I'd have fucking exploded uh, out of fear. Yeah, like this is what it is. My mom like catches I'm me in like the in the high in the highway in the hallway, and she's like, "You like you? How are things going with this girl?" And I'm like, "Fine." She's like, you like this girl? I was like, sure. <laughs> no, immediately what's going on. Yeah. She was like, and you like girls, right? And <laughs> I go, <laughs> like, Mom's like, I ain't raising no fag. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think she followed up with like, it's fine if you don't. And I was like, yeah, I like girls, Mom. She went, okay. I just had to check. And I was like, that was weird. And I just let it go because whatever. I'd been asked if I was gay many times before that. Oh, uh, retweet. <laughs> so I didn't care. And later on... When I got older, I asked my mom. I was like, "Why did you think I was gay?" And she went, "Well, you never, you never, like, say anything when you find a girl on TV attractive." And I go, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "You don't, you don't ever say anyone's like hot or cute or anything." And I go, "Of course not. Like, you're, you're, a wo- you're a woman, so you know you see Chris Hemsworth, and you're like, I'll take a bite out of that, <laughs> and it's fine. No one cares. But if I, if I." If we're watching Atlanta, and I'm like, yo, fucking Zazzy Beats, dude, she's attractive. All I'm saying to you, my mother, is that I would fuck Zazzy Beats. I would do disrespectful things. Why would I say that to you? I don't know her on a personal level. It's not like I'm in love with her. (laughs) It's not like her and I went to dinner. (laughs) So uh, my mom's one friend was on Tinder the one night we all went out. And he literally looks like my actual biological father, except he has a lot more hair, like up top, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah, this fucking tender thing. I just don't know who's attractive. I can constantly get tra- catfish. And so I'm swiping through. I'm like, all right, swipe left. She's fat. Swipe left. She's fat. Swipe right. She's attractive. She's chunky. But and my mom's like, all these women are thinner than me. I'm like, well, mom, lose some weight. Because <laughs> <laughs> your mom has a man, right? Nah. You said you have a stepdad. I don't fucking. So listen, they just got divorced. Oh, like, fun. They got divorced. Has she lost weight yet? 
She got I'll her. Take a ride. He, she got no because he, <laughs> relax, <laughs> relax. But so they get divorced like earlier this year, and then they just moved down to Florida together. Oh yeah, that's right. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but so. Wow, now's yeah. the time. I mean, if you have someone like you did it. Gain all the weight you want. No. Yeah. Just no. When they well, leave. she got her stomach stapled. Stapled? Yeah, stapled. She's poor. I don't know. Is she that can't a, is that normal gastric? Is that a is that a poor person thing? I, staples? She used it's not like she Elmer's walked in there from like, they well, they just got back from fucking um, she go to Mexico? Home Depot the with the industrial about? fucking. <laughs> yeah, but we have sleeves now. Is that what it is? Honestly, I don't know nothing about it because I want to lose weight the right way. Me too. I don't want to fucking cheat. Fat people that cheat lose their goddamn minds. If they don't earn it, they go crazy. My mom never had hers, so never had what? Her mind. Oh well, yeah. But I, I'm I'm serious. Anyone that takes pills, shots, gastric sleeve, when they lose weight like that, when they don't earn it, they don't change anything, they don't struggle with food and, yeah. and exercise, they lose their fucking minds. Yep. They go crazy. They start thinking they're attractive before they are. They start posting everything to Facebook, selfies, pictures. It's all about the them. The dumbest constantly. motivational quotes. They're out of their goddamn minds. They go crazy. Yep. You have to earn it. Dude, I want to see, see Hurricane drop a couple hundred LBs. Bruh. Imagine a skinny hurricane. Well, what is that? Would he change his name to, like, Light Sprinkle? Um, he could go as Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain? No, <laughs> that's dumb. Hey, is he just dropped down? Baby. To a, is he just dropped down to a tropical storm? See, that's the first. <laughs> but I was like, no, because the tropical tropical storm is still like if we're a bit of a skinny, Well, he would have to start. He would have to go back. He would have to backpedal in order. If he earned it, if he didn't do anything like gastric or anything like that, if he if he just started eating right and exercising, he would slowly. He would, he would go from hurricane to tropical storm to. Uh, like whatever that like tropical warning. Well, let's call him Category Five right now. Yeah, category we'll, we'll five. work through the categories, and then when he's under three hundred pounds, yeah, that's when he gets a tropical storm. Yeah, he gets a tropical storm, and then if he gets under two hundred, which whoa, that's imagine a one ninety five hurricane. Oh my god! Then we could call him Light Drizzle. <laughs> yeah, Light Drizzle. Turn your traction control on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Imagine if I got under two hundred, dude. Right. Imagine if I got hot. I'd be unstoppable. You are hot, buddy. <laughs> you look like you can slang some dick. But imagine if I just left. Like, six months, I'm gone. I come back, I'm jacked. The world would be my fucking oyster. Would you do steroids? Depends. Depends on how well it's going. I would 100% do steroids. If I can build muscle regularly and it's fine, and I'm happy with the way that I'm working out and, and, and gaining muscle and getting shredded, sure. If it's not going where I want, if I didn't like, just, I got to speed it up. Gear. I, I, you know, might be Gear. slapping the ass cheek a little bit. <laughs> I might be, I might be putting that tea cream on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, dude. So, listen, like, 
You listen to Rogan. You've heard sure, about yeah. how the average testosterone levels have dropped off like eighty percent. Taints, microplastics. My yeah, dick is, is getting smaller. I think you're getting fatter, Joe. That's yes, what it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. It's not getting smaller. You're getting fatter. I'm like, I swear to God, I used to hang a little bit more. Like, <laughs> I, I have a new bit I'm working on, like about that, where I go, I know I'm sexist because when dudes ask me how much weight I lost, I, I go, I'm seventy pounds. I've lost seventy pounds, but if a girl asks me, I, asks me how much weight I've lost, I go, I gained two inches. <laughs> That's good. I also That's had a bit good. about being sexist where it was, I know I'm sexist, I talk over my GPS. That was always a fun one to drop on people. Nice. It was just a quick one that would catch them off guard. See, I don't know how to make my sexism funny because it's just like, ha <laughs> get in the kitchen, bitch. <laughs> well, when you're saying something you know is wrong to an audience of people that are going to be uncomfortable with it, you have to take the approach of, I'm a ridiculous person. Right. You have to be, the, you can't mean it. You got to make it, you got to go to crazy town. You yeah. Send it to space. They have to know you're joking. Well, that's why I say it like a crazy person would, deadpan or Yeah, but it's still wow. believable. Yeah. Because that, they're the like, like, he's not kidding. No, yeah, that's what it, you got to. Racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic. I look like all those things. Yeah, yeah, me the too. Balder, the balder this gets, the longer this mustache goes, brother. Oh, my God. I, I, I have the same boat. I'm in the same boat a little bit. That's why I wear the T-shirts I wear a lot of the time. Yeah. Where I'm wearing, like, something from Dumb Good. It's a Crash Bandicoot T-shirt. It's a virtue signal. It's like, like we're not dangerous. We're I'm having cool. fun, guys. Come on. But if I show up in a Skinner shirt... Hey, yeah, brother. And then I say some wild shit on stage. It's believable. Yeah. It's, you know, you kind of got to play into it. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, and I love, I hate that it's the racist band. They're not racist. They just like their Southern heritage. I, yeah. I, Even I, though they're yeah. not from Alabama, they're from fucking Florida. I, well, that's the same thing with CCR. They're from, uh, they're from California. Yeah. They're, they're not that. from Louisiana. They're not from the South. Down they're, on the bayou. Yeah, it's like about the fucking bayou and killing it in England. Yeah. That's yeah. a crazy story. Like, does England even have bayous? Does that exist in no. Britain? No. I thought they just have moats. They're, they're not big enough to have bayous. They're a tiny country. Yeah, fuck England, dude. And it rains constantly. Your Everything's little, a Your little bitch-ass country thought that they could be the, the rulers of the world, but guess what? Knock, knock, bitch. America. I mean, you say that, but we're England, too. No, no, no. We're started Don't by the English. Don't lump us in with those fucking Martians. What? What, <laughs> what about Martians? Don't lump us in with them. Don't lump us in with those Martians? Yes, the Britons are the Martians. I, what I'm saying is we were started by English people. English people upset with England, but English people nonetheless. Right. Like, England just needed more land, and they And the second the world. that those Brits left... They became Americans. Yeah, but we're we're the kids in America. We're the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're just the children of England. Nah, we're the fucking disowned stepchildren. That took over the family business. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. Either way, fuck England. Fuck the queen. Glad no, she's fuck, dead. Fuck England. I'm with you. Uh, fuck those commies, dude. Yeah, fucking. Like, oh, I'm going to have a spot of tea, are you? I love being oh, you want to have a, a biscuit and have you fucking fish and chips, Did mate? Did you see all those articles that were like, after the queen died, it was, there are, you know, 48% of, of United Kingdom-ers would like to abolish the monarchy. 
I was like, we have a word for those people here. It's called Americans. It's called goddamn Patriots. <laughs> well, it's not Patriots there. But I was like, if only there was a country that was like based on that, that you could go to freely and have a life. But also, oh. I don't want more British people here. I do. Why? If they're all about, like, fuck the monarchy, I want freedom, I think we need a little more of that. I think we got to go back to basics. Got to take 101 again. We got to take America 101. Get those Brits that don't, they're tired of Britain, tired of England, they're tired of the monarchy, they come over here, and they're all about fucking religious expressionism and saying what they want to say without prosecution, and they, they re, reinvigorate that that real American meaning that we right. started with. Well, I think and we then should they go, start what with if we America own first. people, and we go, all right, now we've gone too far. All right, well, hey, we listen, that was all part of the learning experience. <laughs> that was all part of the learning experience, you know? And uh, I think we can't skip the steps. No, I think we can skip that We step. can't skip the steps. What up, Jesse? <laughs> all right, what's up, man? Podcasting. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> That's a guy who routinely whoops my ass. Oh, okay. So I fucking I got in deep trouble with Allison because I was like, I'm gonna be home by ten, and sat down here for like four hours shooting pool with him. Left at midnight. Oh. Yeah, you can't put a time on it. Well, I do that to try and make myself a little more accountable. Doesn't I'm work like, clearly, and it doesn't work because no. uh, I get sucked in, bro. You you've seen me. Me too. I get sucked in. Me too. The socialization. I'm a slut for socialization. Oh, I love. I love, especially at the at, at Comedy Zone. Oh my god. Fucking hanging out. We're the hang, down in beers. It's all people jokes. that you can talk to. It's all comics that don't care about anything. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Like we're all fucked in the head. So yeah. we're like, hey, Nobody I've had that thought once or twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. Sure. N-word's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one cares. Everybody just jokingly, but also not jokingly, hitting on Karen. <laughs> I've never hit on Karen. I don't get it. No, that's a lie. I've done it on stage. Because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Watching her face turn blush red, like fucking deep red. <laughs> Match her hair. I, Karen's just too... She's too grown. She's two. She's a lawyer. She's too Karen. She's got her life. She's got kids, kids that she wants I think to she fuck. Cares. She Ew, wants to fuck her. Fuck? Oh, you haven't heard that bit no. about oh, her, her son being attractive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Karen yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. fuck her yeah, kid. No, I have heard that. Choo choo! Here comes the train. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's muff. <laughs> so do you just talk shit about all the local comics on your podcast? Sometimes. <laughs> Who else can we talk shit about? Glessner. Oh, I we can talk shit. I love Glessner as well. Is, is, this is my boy. Fucking congrats, we, by the way. Yes, congratulations to Glessner, but your choice in songs every once in a while can be questionable. Uh, he's just got an eclectic taste. He's all over the place. I have an all over the place taste. Me too. But, you know, we like what we like. There's beauty in everything. I might not listen to it in the car, but, you know. Is there beauty in racism? It. I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna double down and I'm gonna uh, let's work it out. Is there beauty in racism? <laughs> if you wanna if you want the this could the really take answer, a turn. This could really take a turn. If you want the gay answer, I think it can bring people together in an odd way. Yeah. If you want that beauty, racism brought the Bloods and Crips together. That's true. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, and it depends on. I, so I I got into a rabbit hole because I like learning about the Klan. 
Um, oh, of course. Me too. Dance from Mississippi. He yeah. Was fucking, he has the card. <laughs> he knows the handshakes, dude. What are you talking about? What are we, what are my, we doing? Bo- my boy has his grandfather's clan robes at his family cabin. <laughs> I'm just like. I have a bit about that. Like, Jesse, what the fuck is this? <laughs> a tent. I promise. And, uh, fucking. But, like, so uh, the the major thing of the clan now is just to, like, try and preserve the white race. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that could be beautiful. What? Like, like just loving your culture so much. No, see, I, I thought it dangerous. out. We're getting and dangerous. We, it is dangerous. I thought I, it out. I don't think necessarily white culture is bad if you're associating it with, like, Oh, I'm Gaelic. You know, I have Irish. Right. You can't I'm just Scottish. Be, it just can't be like white pride. Yeah, it can't, Cause, it cause can't then, be then, that misplaced patriotism. Because then you're just then because it's just white pride. It's just a little bit too close to white pur. Yeah, it was a little, like, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting into dangerous waters with that one. Where it's 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 just uh, I'm proud to be white. Like, what is white culture though? Baseball, apple pie. Yeah, Hot that's dogs, American culture. McDonald's. I think that's what you have to call it is American culture. You can't call it white culture. But see, America's a melting pot. We're supposed exactly. to embrace all cultures. Exactly. Which is what, that's what really pisses me off with cultural appropriation. Just because, like, I want to fucking paint my face in a dope skull for Dia de la Morte. Like, <laughs> you didn't even say it right. <laughs> whatever. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> Dios de los muertos. Oh, okay. We're going to look. We're putting on accents now. Yeah, if you want to. No, uh, hola. <laughs> it's not an accent. It's just a word. <laughs> <laughs> Dadande. <laughs> oh, no, not Kanye, dude. No. <laughs> uh, oh fuck. Um. With us. I think that's the real issue with white culture. If you're going to talk about actual white culture, it has to be the Gaelic or English or Irish, uh, Scottish type of thing. Welsh. Welsh. I'm very proud of my Welsh or heritage. if you're, you know, Swedish or We got Slavic fucking King... Oh, fuck. What's his name? Arthur. We got King Arthur from Wales. Yeah, yeah. Oh, King Richard the Lionheart. Like, it's, it, it's got to be stuff oh, like that. you know how uh, Richard the Lionheart got his name? How did he get his name? So, the fable goes... Yeah. Allegedly, was, I'm related to him. I don't think it's true. I believe it. I don't. That's why I have those luscious locks. But uh, uh, the fable goes that he, he was imprisoned, obviously, during the Crusades. And just the, like Nelson Mandela. Just like Nelson oh, Mandela. <laughs> did he die? <laughs> but uh, Stop calling it the Mandela effect. It's the King Richard the Lionheart effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he got imprisoned, right? And then uh, he, the 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 daughters, the daughter of the king, fell in love with him, and because of that, the, he got sentenced to death. Uh-huh. And so he was like, so the night before his, he was, they were, he was going to be fed to the lions, literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was just like, all right, get me a bunch of fucking napkins, and he tied them all together, and he shoved it down the lion's throat and ripped out its heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely not what happened. I think it happened. No, it's definitely not what happened. But I, honestly, you, ahead, you stick your arm in a, in a lion's mouth with napkins, see if it works. And the lion out. was just like, "Daddy, chill." <laughs> 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 just because they're big cats doesn't mean they're not still cats. No, that's you, you try to shove a finger in your cat's mouth, that cat's like, "What the fuck, dude?" What I want to I want a retelling of the story where he's getting fed to the lions and he has a sword and he just. The only thing he could do is reflect the sun under the ground, and he makes a big cat <laughs> yeah. chase it like a laser pointer. 
<laughs> Smacking his hand on trying to catch it. He has it. a ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did with the napkins. Yeah, yeah, you he fucking tied it up in a ball. We'll travel back in time and we'll give him a laser pointer and be like, Richard, you'll need this. Once he distracted the lions, I already booked it out of there, killed the king, and turned to his right hand man. He was like, dude, we cannot tell this story. We got to change it. I ripped its heart out, man. <laughs> it's got to be way cooler. The lion was just an actual fucking house cat that was just a dick. They were poor. <laughs> yeah. This is all we can afford. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just at the point now where fuck it, fuck actual history. I'm believing the myth. I'm believing the legend. <laughs> fuck that. It's a problem. What? What? Uh, well, who? Who fought the Minotaur? Who fought Crete. the Minotaur? In Crete. In Crete. In Crete. Oh, in Crete culture. Crete. Crete. The country Crete outside of Greece. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't know what you were saying. Uh, Perse- not Perseus. Uh, That's a part. The Minotaur. That's not. That's not Oedipus. No. No, Oedipus fucked his mom. Oedipus fucked his mom and killed the Sphinx. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it now. Fuck beating walls only. This is killing Sphinx. We're killing Sphinx. Yeah, that's what. We're, that might be the rebrand. That might be the rebrand. What's up? Do you think he made his mom come? I hope so. Imagine if that's the only woman you could make come. <sighs> we should talk oh, somebody, to Karen somebody, about somebody it. Has, somebody, <laughs> has a, somebody has a joke about that. About oh, AAA. Oh. Triple A has that joke about how he had a what an explo an explosive birth or whatever, or whatever he says, where he's just like he made his mom come when he was passing through the vaginal oh, canal. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I love Triple A. I also love Triple A. I AAA. love him to death. He's one of my favorite. Let's talk about the comics we actually don't like. Oh my god, Joe Ament for one. He's <laughs> he's top of my list. Joe Ament, yeah, no, he's up there. Fucking! He just gets drunk and says "faggot" a lot on stage. Oh, I do. Dude's a fag. <laughs> but uh, there's really, there's honestly really no real comics that I fucking genuinely dislike. Well, wow. yeah, but we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really have any issues with anybody. But I also keep everyone at an arm's distance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's work friends. Like know? I feel like I'm closest with like you, Matt Blank, Charles Youngblood. Yeah. And that's and, and that's probably about it. Yeah, I've got a few in there. Tyler I mean, Wagner. I love everybody equally. Me and Tyler are pretty pretty. Oh close. yeah, yeah. fucking I'm forgetting about Tyler. Yeah. I love Tyler. Oh, Dom. Dom. See Connor. the longer I think about it, I'm just like, oh no, I do love all these people. Connor. Connor. Me and Connor get along great. I do love Karen. Oh, I love Karen too. To an, to an extent. I did a show with Karen. <laughs> Rookies. That was fun. I did not like it when she called me fucking bald and old. You gotta I mean come on, dude, you're a comic. Bald and old's not that bad. You gotta get used to it. Somebody went up on stage and just I... called me a rapist the other night and I was like I just leaned in. I was like, like I wooed. I told her to shut her fucking mouth. Well I ha- I have a new bit. I have a new bit that I'm working on about about uh, the the phrase, what's the worst that could happen? I'm not going to do the bit because it's fresh. i got to work it out. But it's going well. And I tell a little bit of a story. A little bit of a story about how this, this woman was showing me her nudes. And I asked her if I was her gay best friend or if she was trying to fuck me. She was like, I'm trying to fuck you. And then I was like, oh. Nice. I didn't have a plan. And part of it was in that situation... She tells me that, and then she's like, but we can't do anything now. We can't do anything tonight. We were in the parking lot. We can't do anything tonight. Sure we can. 
See, that's the thing you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. In that moment. And I think that's what you wanted me to do. But it's 2022, and I'm trying to be a comic. And if a woman says no, you listen. I push once or twice. I, I was like, I can't. I'm not, I'm not risking this. Yeah. I, I, was at, I, was, I can't give too many details. But I was like, I don't, it just, it's too dangerous. It didn't feel right. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to. I, I don't even want to try. If you're saying no, I'm supposed to listen. I'm not getting taken down for this. Yeah, like uh -uh. you're not, you're not worth the charge. But what I had said on stage was, <clears throat> if a woman says no, you listen. I, it's 2022. I'm trying to be a comic. If a woman says no, you listen. Right. And then somebody went up and was just like, so if you weren't a comic in 2022, you just raped her? And I was like, yes. Absolutely. And I just leaned in because you just got to tough it out. Uh, I just hate being bald. Yeah. I hate it. I don't like being called a rapist. I hate it. I'd rather be called a rapist than bald. Really? Yes, 100%. I'd rather be called bald than a rapist, Because I know I'm, I'm not, not bald. A, I know I'm not a rapist. I am bald. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can deal with being called something I'm not, but I am bald. I'm fucking sensitive about it. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> would you, if you hit it, if you made money, would you get? Would you get plugs? Oh, for sure. Really? For sure, I would try. You hate it that much? I would try. Have you shaved your entire head before? Yeah, I have. How's it look? Not bad. But then I do I, like when my beard gets long, that skinhead looks a little too close. You gotta soften it. You gotta wear the Reptar shirt. Well, I was really it. hoping I'd be. A, I, th I was really hoping the mustache would make me a little more approachable. It did not. Really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, this is guy with a friendly mustache. Was not the case. <laughs> must, must, no. Uh, was not the case. Most mustaches are not friendly. But uh, some guys have like a friendly mustache. Yeah. Fucking Mason. He has a friendly mustache. Mason. He's a newer guy. I don't know if I know him. You know him. I probably know him if I saw him. But um, good luck keeping me in the room to listen to people's sets. <laughs> Dude, that's another thing. So I'm like, I'm like, so I've been in my head and was just like, man, I'm not funny. I just hang out. Like I feel like I've been doing all my trying to get all my kids like sit down, watch the sets, try and learn something. You know. I agree. If they're good, I don't really. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it at the open mic because, like the hosts say. You're going to see 10 good people and 30 people that need a new hobby. And it's kind of true. Yeah. And the issue that I find with staying in the room is those 10 people, you could probably learn something. Right. But if you sit through 30 bombs or 20 bombs, it just makes you think you're going to bomb. And I'd rather not hear any bombs at all before I go up and go into the room not knowing a fucking thing and sending my set. See... I'm the opposite. I like hearing a bomb because that makes me go, oh, I'm funnier than this person. And then I sell it. <laughs> well, it's, it's really tough on nights when, like, one when of your favorite comics goes up and you're like, this dude fucking kills. Like, and if Lennon goes shit. up, if Lennon go, Lennon's set up punchlines, set up punchlines, set up punchlines. He's a clean cut, clear comic. And what pisses me off is he's like, ah, this is, I'm gonna eat shit, and it goes up and slaughters. Like, fuck you, Lennon. <laughs> fuck you, Lennon, and your goddamn pool game. And he goes up and he kills, and he's funny, and he's got great jokes and jokes that I love. And he, he goes up and he only does like half well because the room's wrong right. that night. Yeah. And you're like, well, if he fucking bombed, how am I gonna do? Right. Those are the nights where it's dangerous, which is why I don't like staying in the room before I go up. I don't wanna hear the bombs. I want to go up, not know anything. Just with the confidence of this is what I'm working on. Yep. These are new bits. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do the bit, and I'm going to 
If it works out, it works out. Oh, excuse me. Fucking sleepy. And that's what it is. Yeah, dude. I don't know, because like, I think 90% of comedy is confidence in your material. Yeah. And I think that's presence. half my problem is right now, I'm just not a confident person that, at all. That's, that's an improv thing that we get taught pretty early is uh, talk like you're an expert. Don't, don't half-ass it. If you're in a scene and you're the guy that knows stuff about stuff, you know it. Yeah. Even if you're wrong, you know it 100%. Yeah. It'll just be funny. So it's 100% a thing. If you're doing a bit about something, I started a new bit. The opening to the bit is I think the gayest thing you could do as a straight man is love a woman, which is meant to be. It's like, well, it's completely the opposite of gay. I was literally just having this conversation with somebody. Right? It's a thing. I know it's a thing, and I know I can work it into oh, a Oh, no, it was a, it was a fucking Facebook video. It was a Facebook video I saw today. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I forget what all they said, but, yes, yeah, same premise, essentially. Yeah. But when you're doing something like that, a bit like that, you can't, you can't back off. Oh, yeah. You got to go deep. People have to, you got to get the room to be like, this guy is fucking real confident in this. Hammer it. Yeah. Hammer it. And because I, like, dude, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm in my head, bro. I'm in my head about comedy. And it's fucking pissing me it's off. It's a very heady thing. Because, like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't have any answers. I'm just going to keep fucking eating shit until I refigure it back out. Yeah. That's a lot of what it is. I was feeling bad for a while, too. It was It was tough. It was just getting tough. It was like it lost the magic or something. It's, it's, it's an addict thing. It's an addict thing is what like, it I'll is. I'll get that fucking high back. Exactly. It's chasing the dragon. Yeah. Like I'll crush again. I'll write new jokes. That'll be funny. You do open mics. You do open mics for a while, and you get put on your first show. And you're like, holy shit. I did it. I'm getting paid. Yeah. It's a real audience. It's more than five minutes. And you go up, and you fucking murder because you're so excited. You to bring try out everything you've been working on. Yep. You're like, this is what I've been doing it for. This is the point. You crush. You, just, you slap your dick on the table, and they all want to taste. They eat it out of the palm of your hand. As you're murdering. But you peaked. You hit the peak. Oh. Open mics, they don't do it after that. <laughs> they don't. When you crush it in open mic, you're like, yeah, but it's not a show. No. I'm not, you, you don't have it anymore. So you're fucking... You're, Expectation has been set too high for the open mics. Yep. So you keep doing open mics for a while. And you're like, oh, whatever, it's open mics. You get put on another show, and now it's the second show. And you do it, and it's stuff that you want to work on. You're not as excited. Still Might be excited. a different room. You're excited. But, but not first show excited. This isn't a stage this time. This is a bar. Yeah, this is standing on. on the floor, and you got to fight with talking. the bar. Yeah, and it's check drop, and it's... And you do it, and you're excited, but it just doesn't feel like it went as well because you, you didn't have the energy that you had the first right. time. You're like, fuck. And then you get a show. You keep doing the open mics. It feels even worse now. And then you get another show, and it's like a big one. You get a big one. It's a packed room at a club, at yeah. an actual club. And you're like, oh, my God. And you get yeah. excited again, and you crush in front of 200 people. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. Have you and done then, that? Yeah. Uh, nice. and oh, you did. Yeah, that's right. You're the host for uh, for the Four Horsemen. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then your standard is so fucking high. Good yeah. luck. Well, so <laughs> there. So the open mic peaks still occur though to me, not from the audience. They only peak for me. I'll let you talk in a second. 
They only peak for me when I'm really nervous about a bit, when I know I'm taking a risk, and it pays off. Yes, there's that. But when uh, a comic that you like and respect is like, that joke was funny. No, that doesn't do that it. That doesn't do it for you? I'm too confident. I'm not. I'm not a confident person. It's the 10 years of the improv. Yeah. It's... When I was in high school, it was crazy. When I was in high school, we would do a show. And my team in high school, when we would do our public show, we would murder. Oh, my God. And we did it clean. Nice. No swearing, no sex stuff, because it was high school. It was sanctioned at the school. It was at the school. No sex, no swearing. Clean comedy. Right. And we would crush. Fuck yeah. And then parents would come up to us, and they come up to me, and happened all four years of high school. I don't know how you do it. Oh, my goodness. Grown people, 40-year-old men, yeah. like, getting on their knees and just <laughs> sucking my 16-year-old cock. But I don't know how you guys do it. You're so funny. You're hilarious. Just And you learn to take the compliment, and you eventually you're like, it Keep doesn't mean anything. Keep you're it like, pushing. You don't fucking know anything about improv. What I did was hack. And you just, it starts to not mean anything. Yep. And then... Ten, uh, ten years of that. Ten years of people being like, you guys are amazing. I don't know how you do it. I could never do it. See, and you go to stand-up and, you know, somebody who's a good comic, you're like, I know you know what you're talking about, so I'm keeping the bit, but it doesn't have that, fuck it, dude. Yeah. It doesn't have that for me. See, I need constant approval, unfortunately. That's the type of person that I am, and I'm trying to work on that. This is why I'm going to start bodying people, because I'm tired of being nice and quiet about things that I shouldn't be nice and quiet about. That's fair. But whatever. Yeah. But um, I but like the people I look up to in comedy and I hear like, yo, that shit's funny. Like I'm like, nice, thanks, dude. Yeah. And I feel good. No, it's happened. I like like Michael tell me. Michael be like, that's a good bit. And I go, No, I know it's a good bit. All right. And I keep it and I appreciate it. And then I do something dumb where I poke a hole in one of his jokes. It's just a mistake. <laughs> Brooks doesn't like that joke. That was so fucking funny. I have no issues with the joke. What, you know when you hear a joke and you're like, I don't know why people are laughing at this. Just, uh, your brain just pokes holes in it. You're yeah. like, see, this is too much. It's just one of those moments. And I feel like an asshole for being like, yeah, hey, I don't know why it works. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I know but I it's also fun to neg the good comments. Be like, yeah, it was all right. Sometimes they need to get knocked keep, out of keep, right? Keep them humble. Yeah. They got to go, fuck. What they do for us, for the lower guys, they go, that's a good bit. And you go, I got it. Okay, I'm good. I, I'm not bad. I still know what I'm doing. It gives you the confidence. They've been doing it too long. You got to go, hey, you know you still got to focus, right? Like, you've done better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not, this is so fucked up. I, I forget who I, I want to say I said that to Manny one night after he had a really good set. And I was like, you've done better. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Raj's show. I went out to that at the zone. I went to I went to the Saturday show. I went Friday. How was Saturday? Saturday was good. Friday bombed. Really? Everyone. The the only Raj did all right. Not as good I as I've seen Raj do, but that room was bad. That was a bad room. I was, wasn't really none feeling of those the fucking uh, the feature though. He was a nice guy. Like at some of his, he stuff was the was only funny. guy that could get him even lukewarm because of his energy. So I'll I'll give props. Credit where credit's due. Right. Uh, Manny went up, and they were not receptive to Manny. Not Manny's fault. Sets I've seen Manny do a hundred times. Yep. Manny's funny. You, it gets laughs. 
He's incredibly palatable to audiences. I think he's a great host. I think he's a great choice for a host. They were just not having it. Kate goes up. Kate gets off stage, walks right up to me, and was like, should I quit? Should I just quit now? Am I bad? Oh, she said that. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. Central Pennsylvania wasn't ready for you, Kate. That's what it was. They're just, it's a bad Kate's room. Kate's so fucking funny. I right? love it. Exactly. Kate is so fucking Kate funny. Kate has great bits. Kate's a good writer. Yeah. Kate's funny. They just weren't ready for Kate. They, they, it was a bad room. That's all it was. Feature act goes up. Only when he gets like loud and crazy is when they start laughing. And I think that's the only reason, maybe not the only reason, but I think it, it helped when Raj went up. Because Raj is also set a punchline kind of comic. It's joke, joke, joke. Which I think is what that room wanted more than anything. So credit to him. Great writer. Great bits. That room just sucked. He sucked. And people always say it's never the crowd. Bullshit. Sometimes it is the crowd. Absolutely. Especially when you get a room that's half and half. Like, it's weird how it splits down the middle. Yeah. You got this half that's not laughing and then this half that's, like, dying. And you're like, what's wrong with you? They love it. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I, it's cra- that happened to me the Saturday I hosted where half the room was on board and the other half was not. And the other comics realized it, too. And when the other comics, usually I blame the room when the other comics also do bad. I'm like, I don't really know if this is on us. If we're all eating shit, it's probably the room. Audience wasn't funny enough. Well, dude, we were almost at an hour and a half. Holy shit. Time flies. Yeah, when you're podcasting. But uh, you've listened to a few of these. You know how I end? How do you end? Positive affirmations, bro. Positive affirmations? Wise words, good vibes, just something good to end on. Something good to end on? From me? Yeah. Oh. For you or for? Anybody. Okay. Anybody for the listeners? listeners? Um, Could be for you. It's probably going to be for me, uh, as well as everybody else. Here are the, here's the positive affirmations I'll give. I'll talk about empowerment. I'll bring up empowerment. I know it gets used a lot, and I know people think that empowerment comes from doing whatever you want, and I don't think that's what it is. I think if everyone that's listening wants to feel empowered, you have to do, you have to struggle through what you want to do, and the empowerment will come through success. Believe in the success, and at the end of it, you will feel empowered and love yourself fight that's my positive affirmation fuck yeah dude that's a good one hell yeah fuck yeah dude that's a good one yeah thank you man how you doing yeah that was a good one because i agree yeah uh because like i think i like people call like i think uh people use empowerment to just like be like oh I can i can live off my impulses yeah but your impulses put you in more shackles than they do actually empower time, you yeah. and that's why like, that's like half my issue with drugs because yeah. like I'm a fucking grown man if I want to fucking stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning ripping lines whatever I'm a fucking I'm gonna do my job anyway that's not empowering no then you just feel like shit you have to you have to do the things you want to do that make you feel good the actual yes. things that you have to work for you have to fight because impulse you don't really have to work for it it's impulse yeah no there's no working no. there's nothing to be proud of at the end of it right 
That's that's the thing about empowerment. It's it's a pride thing, but it's a healthy pride. It's not the right. It's not the dangerous pride. It's going. It's not I the white. This. It's not the white pride. <laughs> it's not the white pride. That's the dangerous. <laughs> it's the it's the I wanted this thing, and I knew it was going to take a lot, and I did it anyway. Yeah. Against all odds, that's empowerment. Yes. Like when I, I did t- improv for ten years. I still do improv. And I, I thought about going to Mike's, and I went to the Comedy Zone like three years ago. Ate shit, ate a dick. <laughs> People were kind of mean to me <laughs> before I even went up. And I was like, I don't know if improv, I don't know if stand up is for me. The improvisers are real soft and nice. Right. I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Tried one more mic at in Baltimore. Same thing. No one listened. I went up last. I was like, I don't know, dude. They all just care about themselves. And then I went through COVID. And I got out of COVID and something in my brain was like, you just have to do it. And now I have a theater coming up in December. Small theater, but a theater. And I feel so, I feel actually empowered by, uh, in, like, I went back. I did the thing that scared me. I listened. I worked. I wrote. I took, I treated it with the severity that it needed and the respect it deserved. And it paid off. And that's, that and my weight loss has made me feel way better about things than anything else has ever made me feel Fuck in my yeah. life. Fuck yeah. And, like, and that's kind of like, kind of what I'm trying to do right now. Because I've been hit or miss in like everything, obviously, podcast, comedy, jiu-jitsu. These are all the things that I want to do. Yeah. I'm distracted by the move. by And because like, dude, coming home after work to my girlfriend, who's just like, but we can cuddle on the couch and watch our favorite shows. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah? I'm a sucker for cuddling on the couch, Me watching too. the favorite shows. Oh, yeah. You want to cuddle on the couch after this? <laughs> 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 and it's like, and then I get in my head, I beat myself up because I'm like, you say you want to do all these things, but you're not putting in the work. Like, you should just fucking quit. Like, I'm on, on every day, I'm just like, just fucking quit. Just stop telling people you're a comedian. Stop telling people about your podcast. Shut it all down. You're not going to fucking do it. And then it's just like, but like, I don't know what it is, but every once in a while, I'll be like, what the fuck am I talking about, dude? So it's just, but now it's just getting into the routine of getting back. Yeah. And that's what I'm starting to do. You got to fight. Like, I went, I went to the gym fucking Tuesday morning, had a good workout, I went to jiu-jitsu this morning, got my ass kicked, didn't feel too good about that, but whatever, I went. <laughs> but you got to get your ass kicked. Got to get your ass kicked. So now, now I just, so I've started. Just got to keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Take the time. That being said, I don't think I'm going to rookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably over. Probably. It's 845. But uh, but yeah, dude, just keep pushing. Keep it pushing, B. Yeah, and that's another thing. Manny, Manny called me out on because I was I was having a heart to heart with Manny the other other week. Yeah, he was just like, dude, you're being too hard on yourself, and I was like, but I have to be because that's how you achieve greatness. But then you just fucking self sabotage. Yeah, it is a balance. It's a balance. And dude, I'm top you gotta, heavy. You got to acknowledge when you're not putting the work in. You're 100 yeah. right. You got to go. I want this thing, and I'm not. I myself am not doing enough for it. Right. But I can. I believe in neuroplasticity. Right. I believe it can get better. I know it can get better. I just have to sit down and do it. That's all. That's all it is. Yep. It's nothing about skill. It's nothing about talent. Hard work beats out talent every time. Amen. Sound like a football coach, but I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Hard work beats out talent every time. Just got to 
believe it can be better. You got to know when you're fucking up, but you got to believe you can change it. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm trying to, because like, I don't know. I, I crumble easily sometimes when the, when the struggle is not right in front of me. When's the last time you cried? Oh, it's been a while. You should cry. Nah. You should weep. Nah. Ah, mm. uh, that's not true. I did, I did tear up on my way home from work the other night. Should have let it go, bro. Nah. Should have let it go. Nope. Gotta let it go. Nope. Get that I, angry cry. The one uh, where you scream at the sky in the rain. I haven't done that in a long time. Gotta get there. See, that's why like, I don't have like I don't have the like, I don't have the fight right in front of me. I don't have, have the fight. It's like life is too comfortable for me right now. I'm living with my girlfriend. I'm like I have I like I like my job. I'm not fucking like I gotta get out of this tree business. I'm out of the tree business. You know? It'll come. Sales sucks. Sales does suck. I already fucking hate it because people are retarded. Yeah, huh? People are fucking dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. Walking in like I have no money down. My credit's a four thirteen. Can you can you put me in a twenty twenty three Telluride? No. You can buy a skateboard. <laughs> Go to Walmart. Get a bike. <laughs> Talk to me when you get that credit up above five. <laughs> I can give you an axle. <laughs> it's not coming with a tire. Just the axle. Just the axle, dude. You get it one piece at a time. Build that engine. One one piston. One part. You know that Cash song? It's one of my favorites. I'm not a big Cash fan. Really? I, I respect and honor, love Cash, but not a huge Cash fan. How much Cash have you listened to? A good bit. Allison's a huge Cash fan. She, okay. Yeah. Okay. I love Cash. I love Outlaw Country, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, likewise, but it's just like all of his songs sound the same. Yeah. I mean, that's it's, it is what it is. And, and like I get it, yeah. And but when, I'll tell you what, I'll out myself by not being. I'm not a huge Cash fan, but I did break down into drunken tears at the Ca- Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville because oh, he's I, got a tragic life. Well, it wasn't even that. I was just like, this dude fucking stayed relevant all the way through his life. You know why? Rick Rubin. I don't know who that is. I've heard the name. Don't know who that is. You don't know. He started Def Jam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 In his dorm room. Yep. Is he? He was one of the few people that was like into New York rap, and he was hearing it at the clubs. And then he bought the rap albums, and they sounded nothing like what he heard at the club. So he was like, "Fuck this! I'm making it myself." Yeah. And he started producing, even though he knew nothing about it. So started Def Jam, got a, got a, 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 can't remember his name. The other guy in on it, and it took off. And then um, once he was, he had done a ton of rap stuff. He was like, I need new. I need something new. And Johnny Cash had gone from huge stardom to doing, like, cafes. Right. He was not. He was later in his life. He was not killing it. And Rick Rubin went to him, and he was like, we're going to make the best album you've ever made. And that's when they made Hurt. Yep. And um, uh, 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 A Man Comes Around. I think that's the name of the album, but that's also the song. And it's a banger fucking album. It is really good. And it's different than his normal stuff. It's way darker. Yeah. Way darker. Well, first of all, so I just want to say they did not make Hurt. They covered Hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I know uh, they so covered I, Hurt. I know it's Nine Inch Nails. Every, everybody says that Johnny Cash took that song. And while I understand why people say that, I disagree. Because I, I appreciate the Nine Inch Nails version a lot more because I think I appreciate it. Too. I love Nine Inch Nails. I, I, I have a pretty hate machine on vinyl. Nice. <laughs> I just think the Nine Inch Nails hits that raw emotion not better, 
But more true, if that it's, makes sense. It probably appeals to you're a '90s kid, right? Yeah, yeah. And my dad was my, di- my dad was a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, so I grew up listening to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that's what it is. But and like and Hash, like there is a di- it, it's a different song from the Nine Inch Nails because it is. Like, I, that's why I know I'm not gonna pick one I like more over the other because I think they both have their merits. Right. And it depends on my mood if I want the Cash or the or the Nails version. Like sipping whiskey at a bar, having a bad day. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Give me cash. Fucking, if I'm... If Girl, I'm, I just asked out, said no. Give me cash. Fucking, if I'm just in a bad mood... If I'm angry... I'm angry, we're going Nine Inch Nails. We're going 100%. I listen to all the fucking uh, Pretty Hate Machine if I'm mad. That's such a good album. Oh, it's the best. It's still their best. I think I think they went a little too machinist later on. Well, I like that the was synth. when that like was when synth. that industrial was like really getting popular with mu- like Mushroom Head and yeah. fucking Ministry. Uh-huh. I think the first head album, sh- because it was ship. so early and it's 89, I think it still has all the all the machine elements that I really like about it, but it's got a little more synth, 80s synth in it, dark synth, yeah. that I really like too, more than what appears on the later albums. All right. That's why I love it so much. Well, dude, we did it. We did it. Want to pack this bitch in? Let's pack this bitch in. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on, brother. I appreciate it. I Absolutely. always love talking to you. Love talking to you too. Fucking. Are we uh, doing plugs? Oh, pl- you got plugs? Sure, I got plugs. Plug them. Uh, Andrew Brooks Comedy. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok. I've got a podcast, Alphabet Soup. You can find it wherever you get podcasts Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, I have shows coming up, but I don't know how many people that <laughs> listen to this. Are right now, be. not a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's my plugs. You got anything to plug? Nope. All right. I'm plugging my comeback tour. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm in. I, I'm getting in shape. I'm getting funny again. Hell yeah. And then we'll see what ha- what the future holds because we just keep it pushing. Keep it pushing, baby. You need a sponsor, I'm there. I right, appreciate it, brother. Call me up. I'm like, Andrew, I'm feeling like a bitch today. <laughs> I'll, put the, I'll put it in you. And like, Joe, this is the 17th day in a row you've called. Please stop. Oh, I'll never waver. <laughs> I'm a goddamn American, dude. <laughs> Like, I got you, brother. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> All right, guys. Beaten Walls Only. Another episode in the books. See ya. Bye.